passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The sports show with Babyface. We are back from our suspension. Your suspension um, that I had to serve as well. My suspension. It's a team effort here. Yeah. Everybody that we know, we love uh, everybody, and Brian loves me. I love him. Well, when your your holder gets your place kicker suspended, <laughs> that's what you are. You're so my holder. You're, oh, so you're the place. Uh, okay, okay, all right, all right. Are you guys, Are you the the place kicker from Carolina this weekend? <laughs> no, I'm better than him. Or, or are you the guy that filled in for him this time? Yeah, both. Well, we're back. A lot of things have happened. A lot of COVID news. A lot of games getting messed up. Fantasy football's just completely gone. fucked. You looked at the our our pick from two weeks ago. You did actually really well. Yeah, I did. I reviewed our picks from the week of uh, Thursday the 9th through the 13th. I went 12 and 2, and you went uh, respectable 9 and 5, but got destroyed by me by three picks. Yeah, and I think this week would have, well, you know, our week that I, I got us suspended and you off the. the well, then you should lose there. every single one and I win them all. Yes, That's the way do. that works. But I definitely think you would have had a lot of problems and I would have had a lot of problems, especially with the COVID thing, games getting moved around. The Browns, I don't even think it mattered that they delayed the game. Didn't most all the players that. Were yeah, the I mean, they, were, they didn't get to play anyhow. They were without Landry, without both their starting, well, first and second string quarterbacks. They were um, they were without um, Hunt, but that was because he was injured. They weren't going to have him yeah. anyways. 
uh, they, they, you know, they, they put together a respectable game plan. They just, you know, you can't, you got to make a first down there when you get that interception at the end, you, you can't, you can't go three and out. They should have run uh, a bootleg. Um, everybody knew Chubb was going to run on that play. And so they should have bootlegged it out mm-hmm. with uh, and just pulled one of the tight ends out so that the the quarterback could either keep it or Mullins was it or whatever his name was could either yeah. keep it or or dump it off to the tight end and that game would have been over. But instead they went with the most obvious run play that they possibly could go with and uh, the Raiders stuffed it and as is the case in the NFL you know you give a quarterback they two minutes ha- and and no timeouts they'll they'll get into field goal range they didn't have their quarterback or, or their coach correct the browns i know they didn't have their quarterback yeah I, I don't think they had much of anything 81390bubba 81390bubba i know a lot of people have been talking to me asking when we're going to do the show because they definitely were angry from your your last time we were on brian with the jersey thing <laughs> to the different cities i've had people still talking to me about it being angry. But now going back to the Raiders Browns game, because that was the most recent one, obviously the Vikings Bears, but the Raiders Browns, what does that have to say about your Raiders? That the Browns and Honest Dusty Dap with uh, 243 and I mean, Honest Moose the, the Raiders were technically without their coach and without their top wide receiver <laughs> and without their top cornerback <laughs> and without their top running back, and they still managed to win that game. So we can talk about it all you want. The bottom line is the Raiders went on the road in a tough spot and won a game, regardless of who's the quarterback on the other side. The Browns still had Nick Chubb. They still had yeah. their, their receivers. They weren't as decimated as they made it seem now granted the you know the both teams had players out it's 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 just shitty it's a it's a sucky time right now it couldn't have happened at a worse time from a fantasy football perspective oh, with yeah. this covid blow up and uh you know it's just it's it's decimating everything the biggest fucking losers this week were the bucks who not only lost the game but pr- lost a shot at home field throughout the playoffs and then also lost their stud starting wide receiver i think the buccaneers chances of of winning the super bowl probably decreased 70 percent this now, weekend now they said he's out for the regular season uh no, he tore his acl he's done he's not but what are you talking well, dr. about dr dan dr dan said that that there's a chance that he's only going to be out for the regular season doc that's what dr dan said yesterday on the show i think dr dan if he knew that it was a torn acl would not be saying that well, he must be going off of the initial diagnosis of an MCL yeah. sprain, well, which is I heard the the report I got was torn ACL, and that's the same report I got. And I said that he has a torn ACL. He said it's an MCL. So yeah, I mean he's correct that if it was just a sprained MCL, he could, depending on the degree of sprain, have been back in three to four weeks. Uh, you know, at the early earliest on the timetable there. Uh, but with a torn ACL, he's he needs surgery and he's not going to be running again for four or five months. Hinstar with a thousand bits. Uh, thank you. Yeah, the Bucks. Now, did you watch that game? What's the, the, the Bucks, Bucks game? game yeah. yeah, as much of it as I could tolerate. Did you not? Yeah. Well, I'm saying the, the first uh, the first half before Godwin got hurt. Did it seem like the only people they were going to was Chris Godwin and Fournette? That did, I think they threw to Mike Evans one time. Well, they threw to him one time and he got destroyed because yeah. Brady threw a Jameis Winston classic high ball uh, jump ball that Evans comes down on and then he's out the rest of the game. It's been his career. He gets 
fucking destroyed across the middle on those passes. Now, do you think that it has anything to do with the Saints maybe taking a couple cheap shots? They're still kind of angry from the last game with uh, Jameis, you know, getting hurt. I don't know that there were any cheap shots. The the, mm, the hit was kind of low on Godwin. The, well, but that's the way they have to go in the NFL now. You got a guy coming across the middle. You can't go up high when he's turning. You have to go low on him. It's to me, it's dirty. You should shoot for the hips. Uh, and take him down at the hips. You don't need to, to clip out his knees. And the NFL does need to change that rule. You look around the league at all these wide receivers that are getting taken out on a weekly basis. It's a mash unit, and it's 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 bad for the product. Um, There's a lot of injuries, a lot of head injuries I mean, this week. A ridiculous amount of injuries, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Man, it's <laughs> it's everything. It's literally everything, and it's hurting the NFL as a whole. Uh, because it's a it's a star league, and they've done everything they can, and effectively so, to protect the quarterbacks. I mean, other than uh, Jameis and Fitzpatrick, um, <laughs> you know, for the most part, the starting quarterbacks. I guess Darnold got dinged up, and and yeah. Mayfield. But for the most part, starting quarterbacks have have been fine in the NFL this season. You got the New York uh, Daniel Jones, too. Yeah, but like I said, actual starting quarterbacks, not replacement-level fucksticks like Daniel Jones, who should have never been drafted in the first place. Oh, uh, what's his name from the Ravens, too? Oh, yeah. Lamar. Yeah, well, Huntley looks better than him anyway. Well, I was going to say... Uh, and we did have uh, Little Purple, who's obviously a big Raider Virgins fan, and I was going to actually have it written down here, Huntley. Now, he looks like a guy that they totally mis-scouted uh, coming out of college. He looks, I mean, he what? What do you know what uh, round he was picked in? Oh, the fourth, I Is, think? Was it the fourth? Or Huntley? I know he was kind of low, and he wasn't one of those top quarterbacks coming out in the draft, uh, you know, for a rookie quarterback kind of sitting behind He's he's dropping some dimes in there. He, I, I watched that game. He looked really. Oh, he really was undrafted. Good. Was he, he undrafted? Undrafted free agent. Yeah, from Utah. Yep. Hold on here. Let's see here. Let's see if we can go to the Ravens fan himself. Little purple. What's happening? How are you guys? You, you're going to get three minutes today, buddy, because yeah. people can only take oh, so mean... much Ravens talk because it's it's a depressing organization. <laughs> yeah. It's a depressing team. It's a depressing time well, to be a Ravens but fan. But at least they were smart enough to pick Huntley up. Well, uh, perfect that's... compliment to um, Lamar in terms of if you're going to have a backup, you want one that can run your regular offense. Yeah. And so with Wait. somebody unique like Lamar, having Huntley is a great addition. Can I talk about something other than the Ravens first, though? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so with the Godwin injury, um, I heard people talking about, do you think that receivers would rather have, uh, the refs call those low hits against them as penalties as a defenseless receiver rather than the shots to the head? Well, I think the announcers said it. Yeah. The announcers did say it. They'd rather have a concussion than a, than a blown knee. Yeah. Because that's pretty much almost the end of their career compared to a head injury. They can come back. Well, Godwin had this, the franchise slap, tag slapped on him, so he was a free agent. He was he was set to get paid real money this offseason, um, and now there's question marks surrounding him, right? Like, yeah. this hurts his value so tremendously. Hopefully he had good leadership, um, good agency, and, and had a, a nice, fat uh, Lloyds of London policy uh, <laughs> to protect against something like this and, and hurting his value. 
But um, but yeah, no, the receivers would definitely rather take a shot to the head. Here's the thing. They don't have to take a shot to either. That that corner absolutely could have gone to God, Godwin's hips, wrapped him up, and taken him down. Oh, 100%. They make a choice in this league to go low like that, and it's not it's not the right thing to do. He had I mean, enough time. He, he had, had enough it time. It wasn't one of those things where he clipped his legs and that was his only chance of getting him. He had him lined up for that shot. He yep. he was ready for and, it. And, and he launched he kind of launched, launched into, him too. into his yeah. lower body yeah. below the knee yep. and that's fucked up. And and it's just, so yeah, by the definition it's a clean hit, but the reality is it's a dirty hit. Yeah, because if you think about it, he was, you know, he lined up, he launched into it. Realistically, now the big excuse is, well, he didn't hit him in the head at least. You know, he's from the chest down. So everything's okay, but realistically, that guy knew what he was doing. He wanted to tweak the knee a little bit. Maybe he didn't want to blow the ACL out. But maybe he wanted to put, you know, Godwin because Godwin, I think at that point, had like six or seven catches. Oh, he was lighting him up. Yeah. He lights they up everybody. He's yeah. probably right now the second best wide receiver in the league behind Cooper Cup. I mean, yeah. From a from a route running, a blocking standpoint, a hustle standpoint, a uh, catch catching standpoint, a catch radius standpoint, uh speed standpoint. I don't think other than Cup, if Cup's number one, then then Godwin's number two in this league. I agree well, with that's that. like uh, the Packers. Uh, it was, I think it was their linebacker just took a took a dive at Nick Boyle's knee Sunday night, um, and Nick Boyle just came off of a season-ending knee injury last year. And luckily, they called the flag on that. For I forget what the call was, but yeah, you can't be diving at players' knees like that's that's their career. And the it's, NFLPA could get involved with this and and make it you know a, a more of an emphasis if they really wanted to. And I think you will see it in the off season. This is just. Like you said, is these are career-ending injuries? Yes, the concussions are long-term, and 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 we've seen the long-term effects of those with the CTE and everything like that. But um, from a knee a, injury could be also from a short. Well, it's it's not going to cause CTE, but it no, could no, cause it, depression I, in a player who was going to make a hundred million dollars and now is not going to make that in his career. No, but I'm saying it, it could always change. You know the way he cuts and the way he does. Oh next no, year it's it's it's, it's gonna, career changing. Yeah. A, a CTE is a life-changing oh, injury yeah, I'm from just that saying, standpoint, I'm, but. Yeah. But but we've we've cracked and you know the league's cracked down on that, but uh, but they haven't cracked down on the 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 low blocks and the low tackles. I mean they have from a blocking perspective. Now you can't go low. No, uh, you can't cut block. You can't cut block outside the tackle box either. Which you know is really it's funny to me that that uh, more teams haven't switched to larger bulkier uh, tight ends to block you know in the run block game because there's no way a cornerback on an edge is going to stop a tight end one-on-one if he can't cut block him Um, and so you know I think that the rules changing will change the way the game is played a little bit but it's something's got to be done something's got to be done you can't have guys like Godwin taking knee shots like that and I know it's legal, but it's still bullshit. It's still so. bullshit. For sure. And, yeah, going to the Lamar and Huntley thing, um, back to the Ravens, I Huntley played his ass off. I was at the game, and it was it was wild to watch. Um, I think we win that game if we had Lamar. I know he hasn't been playing well, but... Um, I don't know, man. Well, I don't know that Huntley did anything to cost you guys that game I don't, at all. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. He, he definitely did not. You're you're right about that. So I, I, I don't know. I think that you know the Packers find a way, and and Rodgers finds a way. Typically, I just think that Harbaugh needs to rethink his fucking coaching. I mean, he's a terrible, terrible end of game situational coach. You have all the momentum in the world. You've come back. 
you're at home, and you go for two there, have some fucking faith. The players. the players told him they wanted to go for two. Yeah, but oh, stop. You're like, oh, so, so you're but such you're a good coach, coach. you're yeah. asking the players, hey, guys, what should we do here? No, no. fuck How that. How about you be the coach, yeah. and you coach up the team, and you make the right calls and right decisions? 14, uh, well, two unanswered touchdowns at the end of the game against the number one team in football from a winning percentage standpoint, and you're not going to, you know, you've got your quarterbacks lighting it up, uh, yeah, you don't. I, I understand you're playing Aaron Rodgers and the number one team, the Packers. But yeah, you, you don't listen to players. You go, let's go to overtime. Yeah, but let's go to overtime. Defense, I believe in you guys. You're yeah. going to stop if we don't get the ball first. Defense, I believe in you. You guys are going to stop. We're going to get the ball. Huntley's going to get it. We're going to win this game. Let's get some more playing time. Let's not rely on one play to win the game. Let's rely on your guys' talent and defense and your guys' talent on offense, and let's go win the, the game. The last two drives, the Packers totaled nine yards and got a yeah, field goal. Their defense I mean, was stepping up. That And that was after a turnover on downs by the Ravens. So you, you, you think about this situation that the the Ravens defense were put into in those last two drives needing those stops and they got them I I think you extend that game as long as you can if you're the road team and a dog I get going for two it's not you know not a bad decision uh, especially if you've lost momentum and you had to come back to try and, and score at the end to get it but this was a team that was down they were done and they came back they clawed their way back in you you reward your defense with another chance to go out there and stop Aaron Rodgers and they're at home yeah, I mean, there's every reason to to go into overtime on that one and not not go for two. And I'm about I, playing to win the game, but not in the, the, this is the, they you do, you put it down to essentially a coin flip, less than a coin flip, because if you look at the conversion percentage from from you know fourth and and two from inside the goal line, there it's 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 so much harder to convert than when you're converting you know fourth and two from the forty and everything's on the table. You know, you've only got 12 yards of real estate to defend there. Uh, yeah. We will agree to disagree. Well, uh, and you will was, agree to miss the playoffs is what you're going to end up doing, agreeing to here, is your team's going to miss the playoffs and stay home. And they're not going to get a good draft pick out of it. So whether it's 15th or 17th, it really doesn't matter. Nope. Um, it just, mid-range. you know, it sucks. It sucks. You have a shitty coach who's caught, cost you two games now. You guys could be ten and four and talking about home field advantage throughout the playoffs, and instead you're eight and six and talking about will we even make the playoffs? Thank you. Thank you. You're little. wrong. Okay, I'll see you guys. See you, little. Huh? I said thank you, little. Yeah. Yeah. I, hey, um, two people in chat want to know. One, uh, Trevor Lawrence. You think he's a bust? I know he's with the Jaguars. You got to give him more time because he had the fucking worst head coach in the history of head, terrible head coaches. Which we didn't even get him. to talk about your boy. I know. I mean, that we missed that whole thing. I mean, do you think Urban Meyer's your boy before we get back on the Jags and Trevor Lawrence? Do you think he sits out a year, jumps in college somewhere? Or Fuck do you think him. He's... I think he needs to just go away and, think... and save us all the trouble of having to see his smug, arrogant, cocky, worthless piece of shit face ever again. If I, don't, if I never hear his name again, I'll be happy. He's a fucking scumbag. Yeah, but... Oh, okay, but... Kicking but... players. What a piece of shit. He is the biggest piece of... Fucking! I didn't realize they could stack feces that high. Okay, but let's put your kind of real hate aside from Urban Meyer. My hate is well; it's warranted. I saw through his bullshit from the beginning. No, and I I agree. But do you think there's going to be a team, a college? His ego is not. His ego is so big, he's not going to be able to 
sit at home with his wife that obviously he's unhappy No, he's not going to sit at home with his wife. He's going to go fuck around at bars like he does yeah, and, he, and fuck around with co-eds like he's been accused of doing. But the co-eds are not going to know who he is anymore. I mean, they still know the guy has money. He's, he's not like he immediately goes out and be, he becomes irrelevant. Um, he's irrelevant in the football world. He, he, he could be a college coach where he's uh, obviously uh, a giant piece of shit taskmaster who treats everybody around him like trash, and, and that was a good formula for him, I guess. And he's, I, he's a lucky motherfucker. I think I think he bounces back at like a lower. He's not division. going to a lower. He's not going no, no, to a lower. No, no, I'm talking anything. about like a Pac-12. He would. I, I think mean, he goes out to California, and and coaches. I don't think he, like he's going to go to like the MAC or anything like that. I think he's going to go over maybe to California, like maybe uh, you know Cal, one of those teams that just they they need a like a big time coach because they think they're big. T- every Pac-12 team thinks they're big time programs. You don't see that happening. Whatever, I, I don't care. I, I know, prefer but- not to see his face again. I, I was one hundred percent right about him, um, and and the way this project in Jacksonville, this experiment was going to go, I called it from the beginning. I, oh, I think yeah. I, I, I think I said I may have even said I don't think he gets through one season. Um, I'm not certain on that. You did, you did, and, yeah. I, and I said I think he gets through one season, and they fire him after the season because I said that they would look, they'd be embarrassed if they didn't make it at least through that. Yeah. Um. Hold on. Let's see here. I think uh seven oh four. Hey, what's up, guys? Ten star. How you doing? Hey, hey how's it going? star. So part of radio is a good segue. So if we can take never seeing their face again with purple jersey and the two points. Can we talk about the Panthers? Because we had to do nothing but two points, and I don't care if I ever see Cam Newton's face again. Well, first off, the Panthers completely shit the bed this weekend. Cam Newton, he hasn't won a game as a starter in, what, the 12, 13 games? I mean, (laughs) I'm happy because I think Cam Newton's a complete douchebag. Like, Brian thinks Urban Meyer's a douchebag. I mean, him coming out, you know, saying, I'm back, I'm back, you know. And, and yeah, he beat the Cardinals. I mean, the Lions beat the Cardinals. But that's, you know, besides the point, the Cardinals are a good team. Exactly. But Cam Newton is a shell of himself. He's been a shell of himself since, you know, for the last six, seven years. I don't know. Brian agrees with me on that one. The the Cardinals were – yeah, when he came back, they didn't really know how to deal with that game plan. But since everyone can watch film, they know what Cam Newton can do. And the only thing he can do is run up the middle. That's it. I think that the Panthers should get rid of him as fast as possible. Sam Darnold comes back, and they need to get a different quarterback next year. And and from what I think, from what I'm thinking and what I read, I think Cam is actually coming back next season. I thought we gave him a two-year, $10 million deal. Uh, that I thought he, it was if guaranteed. You, if you did, then your owner is uh, a moron. Because well, I know he's the richest owner in the NFL, and he likes uh, to spend money, but you can't just start throwing money like that. He should stick to hedge funds, not football. I mean, Brian, what no. do you think of Cam Newton? Please don't tell me you like him. No, I mean, I think I think it was uh, a mistake. He only signed a one-year deal to come oh, back. Okay. Um, the one? Okay. Yeah, $10 million. Uh, I think ten million. Yeah, it was uh, four point five million fully guaranteed, one point five million roster bonus, and then uh, some other stuff in there. Four hundred grand if we go to the Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> He's not getting that one at least. <sighs> oh, I know. Unfortunate, right? But I mean, Brian. I mean, the Panthers. Do you do you still try to get rid of your paper tiger running back? 
uh, maybe try to go and get a you Deshaun gotta, Watson you gotta or a re- different quarterback. You got to rebuild. If you can't Fire get the coach, if you get if you can't get Deshaun, you've got to rebuild. Um, who's their coach? Rule still? Yeah, yeah. He needs to go to. Uh, I'm sorry, he's been very underwhelming. It, the, I know you said give him time, and he hasn't had players, but I mean he hasn't. And, like and he's got him. you know they, right. they're not his guys in there. And uh, with the I mean I don't even know how much influence he had on the Darnold decision, but they had no quarterback coming in. How much decision do you think? on Cam Newton? Probably very little to none. He was probably told Cam's was, coming back, and that's that. And, yeah. and uh, it was a good move to sell tickets and, and whatnot, but, yep. and, and save a, a season that was clearly going into the shitter. Um, you know, I, I don't know what the answer is for them. I think they need a full-on, full-scale rebuild. McCaffrey is not going to be uh, himself ever again. And, uh, you know, you've got an aging DJ Moore who's only going to have a few more seasons in him that that and and they're not going to be good in the next two or three years so um i i think if you're going to make the move if you're the owner if you get Deshaun, then you can still build around that and make it make a stand now but otherwise you've got to do a full-scale rebuild bring in a gm and a new head coach and let them build this roster from the bottom up and 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 make it their roster because right now you're dealing with a patchwork across two different coaching staffs um, and and it's not going to work. Well, do you think this owner? Uh, I don't know if Finstar Brian, you know, is this owner almost like a Jerry Jones? Yeah. I know he's got a lot of money, throws a lot of money, says he can buy whoever he wants, pretty much. He he he, he wants to be. He wants to win. Um, the and I've been I've been around him a few times. I don't want to get into all that. He wants to win. He'll do anything to win. He's a very very personable person. I can see him being a Jerry Jones type. But I think right now he was more focused on just the team trying to make the playoffs. Wow. And now it's kind of gone sideways. But now we got the we got the soccer team coming, expansion on some other things within the Charlotte area. And I think that's more of his focus as of now than the football team. Wow. If that makes any sense. I mean, then the Carolina's going to struggle, and he might he better bring in a good GM yeah. and let him just rebuild, like Brian said. Because well, if you if you can get to Sean, you can you can still salvage some stuff. Because if you're not, if you have Watson, yeah. you're not going to lean on McCaffrey as heavily as you've had to. And so if, you know if he can come back, then then you can you can squeeze the last year or two of of goodness out of him. But at some point, you've you've got to you've got to either. You, you can't be stuck in this, you know, six and ten, eight and eight space. It's Trying the worst. It's the yeah. worst space to be in the NFL. You either want to be yeah. fucking trash or you want to be great. You, the worst, the worst season you can have is eight and eight. Yeah, I mean, it's terrible. Well, do you think the Lions are pissed that they won? If I was a Lions fan, I'd be like, no, we want to lose. No, I think the Lions you are so fed no, up. No, well, I think the a, Lions fans and everyone are so happy that they won. That the, the, I think they're over just always having the top three pick. Well, you have Jared Goff playing for his NFL career yeah. right now. I mean, he's he, you know they, they, that's true. He's got one more year under his contract. He's not out there. You know, he, there were times this season where he looked like he was out there just to get the fuck off the field. But I think they're they're you know this is what happens with teams like Detroit later in the season. They're not a terrible team. They needed some time to come together. They had, you know, parts and pieces. They've had some injury issues. They've had talent on that roster. They've got a quarterback who, who can be serviceable. Jared Goff's never going to be, you know, a, 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 an 11 and five quarterback, 11 and six quarterback with Detroit, but he could get them to seven and eight, seven and 10. You know, uh, you, you know, you know. reminds me kind of not, not like a playing status, but like what he could do, like you said, like almost like an Alex Smith, you know, you have an Alex, 
Alex Smith in San Francisco. Yeah, it's or, like a Kirk Cousins type quarterback, yeah, right? You have him right there. The team's ready to go, and then you get a different quarterback that's going to take him that next step, like that next jump and, and, to the the playoffs and Super Bowl, maybe. And, and two more things before I get off, because I'm battling strep throat, and this this shit sucks. Um, one. I'm going to call it right now. You guys might disagree with me, but the Panthers are going to go two and zero against the Bucks. <laughs> I'm excited for this. Yeah, okay, and I'm going to call. I'm, uh, when I call in next sports show, I'm going to be peacocking. Just letting you know. They may, that. They may win Second one. All, they may split, but yeah. that would be as good as you can hope for. That's about it. That's about it. Well, I mean, even, they'll, they'll, they'll have Brown. The they'll night. have Brown back. I mean, you know, the, the Bucks aren't going to look no. at Brady's career. How many times has he lost then, three out of four uh, in his career? I don't think ever. Well, I mean, that's that's true, too. And, and Right. I hold hope because New Orleans just, he's over versus New Orleans. Well, you're so not New Orleans. I, I mean, are, are are the Saints and, oh, and are they, they're no, going to come yeah. to Carolina and play the game for you? Because that's the only team that I can mean, stop him. Yeah. I mean, in the regular season, I'm too, mind they you. I'm holiday hangover. Yeah, COVID, yeah you know, that's strep well, throat. You you're running for. a fever, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Two and over. And then the last one is, when you talk about Deshaun Watson, do you think it's criminal that he hasn't played this season given everything else that's gone on? And I'm surprised at the players' union, or maybe he hasn't sued his own players' union because he hasn't played due to this, but given the investigation and how they're looking into these women and their false accusations in blackmail. Well, I, I, you know, I, I, I think there, there's – yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I think there's a lot to unwrap with the Deshaun Watson situation because these are just allegations. They let Antonio Brown play when he had the, the civil lawsuit against him in, in, in with the masseuse down in Miami or whatever yeah. it was. I, I understand that there's a lot of allegations against uh, Deshaun. Uh, you know, there, but, but there's nothing it's not the criminal. League, it's not the league. It's, there's nothing it's, criminal. It's the Texans. Right. And, and so, you know, they, they can make the choice not to play him. Are they paying him? As long as he's getting paid, I don't think Deshaun Watson would really care. I wouldn't want to be a quarterback for the Houston Texans this year. I'm pretty um, sure he's getting paid. Yeah, I mean, if he's getting paid his money, if I'm him, I'm thrilled with this because you're buying me extra time in my career. Uh, it's a, a year that I don't have to take unnecessary beat down for a team that was straight trash and an owner that I hate. Um, he's winning this battle if that is the case. If he's getting paid his full deal and, and the team's just deciding to inactive him, then then that's that's great for Deshaun. <laughs> that's great for him. And if he can get all this situation cleared up and it passes over, then he'll find himself into a in a better situation where where he can go and and try and you know cement his legacy and not for being a creep that likes to jerk off yeah. in front of masseuses. Okay, well, yeah, you move on. Eight one three nine zero B U B B A. Dolphins. Got a couple people in chat. Dante Nine wanted to know the Dolphins. Is this the time that you kind of start saying, you know, even Tua doesn't put up the big time stats know. that you say, hey, we're not going to shop Tua next year? No, you still six have six in a you, row. Six. Okay, the Texans, the Ravens, the Jets. The Ravens. The, are... Hold on, hold on. That's the one outlier. <laughs> the Jets, the Panthers, the Giants, the Jets. Tell me which team they shouldn't have beaten in there. The Ravens, right? That's it. Other than that, they should have won every single one of the games that they've won so far. And they they had to battle back against the fucking Jets this week um, at home. So I I don't want to hear it. Tua's mediocre. 
He's going to be a game manager type of quarterback in his career, and that's fine. If the if Miami's defense is truly at the elite level, then they can make the playoffs with a quarterback like Tua. Um, they might even win a playoff game with a quarterback like Tua, but you're not winning a Super Bowl with Tua as your quarterback. So you think they're like one of those teams that they need to go hard for Watson? Like they got the other pieces kind of put in place. I don't think Waddle played this weekend, um, and they still Parker was won. back. Parker was I mean, back. Yeah, every, everybody has a, a starter on a key starter on offense missing right now. No team is 100% healthy. No but, team. So, you, I, you know, I don't want to hear excuses about, oh, a wide receiver's out, this and that. That's the way of the league now. So if you can't win missing a contributor on offense, when you get one back, then then you're not a winner. Um you know, I, I still you know, we'll see how they finish out. They finish out against the Saints, who have a very formidable defense, the, at the Titans and versus the Patriots. If they win two out of three of those, then maybe Tua will, you know, is is a legitimate quarterback. If they, but I don't see it happening. Or do you I, think, I think he's they, just a serviceable quarterback? I mean, you, like do you just want, just to get but do you that. want a stopgap quarterback in the NFL? You would rather either suck or be good. And the, the problem for the Dolphins is they've got weapons around him right now. They they can be in a win now uh, scenario if they had a, a championship caliber quarterback. I mean, if they had if if you put to, right now in this moment, you put Deshaun Watson in the last three seasons. On to the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are winning. They're leading the AFC East. They're probably leading the AFC. I mean, with the schedule they got to play, now they, they, they would probably, I, I mean, shoot, they would have beaten the Falcons. Oh, yeah. They would have beaten the Jaguars. They would have beaten. They would have split with the Bills, probably. They would have probably split with the Bills. So that's three wins right there. All of a sudden, you know, they're 10 and 4 instead of 7 and 7, and they're in the lead in the AFC. 6 4 1, call back. Now, when you're looking at the AFC East, Buffalo, are you surprised that they're eight and six right now? No, hold on, real quick. Bubba, Bubba lost everything. Not every team with a championship caliber quarterback can win it all. You have to have a fucking defense too, you dolt. So well, you call you got, me a sixty-two. Well, no, you can't just because you, you have a championship caliber. Too. Yeah, you have to have the weapons around you. Deshaun Watson was never. He is a champion, a Super Bowl caliber winning quarterback, but he was never going to do that in Houston ever, ever, because they didn't have the weapons around him. They don't have the leadership around him. But when you're a team like the Dolphins and you have a young successful defense and you have young weapons on offense the only question mark for them right now is at running back which they can address in the offseason you're in a win now situation you don't need a total rebuild from the ground up you know you look at the teams around the league that have nothing the jets the jaguars um you, you know houston. houston i mean those are teams that it doesn't matter if you get a championship caliber quarterback in there it doesn't matter who you have as your quarterback you're going to lose more than you win every single time but you have a team that's set to win that has the pieces and the parts that are essential to make a run into the into the playoffs and now you've got yourself a quarterback that can do it for you two is not that guy no. so the dolphins you know even if they were to sneak into the playoffs which is still a long shot for them it's going to be tough it's going to be tough for them to win a single game in the playoffs with Tua because they, they playoff football's different 641 hey what's up guys it's Brandon the quad what's, what's up Brandon, Brandon? Oh, no, not much. Just I'm glad you guys snuck on here because I didn't even know there was going to be a, sh- uh, a, sh- a show this morning. But I have a question about this, uh, about about Watson. Do you think if Aaron Rodgers does, 
doesn't stay with the Packers, do you think the Packers would pick him up? Oh, I don't think he'd want to go to the Packers. <sighs> yeah, that'd be a tough one. I, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to stick with the Packers, though. I mean, if they make it to the Super Bowl again, he's not going to leave that team. They, they, first of all, they've got to trade him if they're going to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. It's going to be have to be through a trade. Um, and they've still got a you know a chance. They still got a window for winning. So I, they'll make it work in Green Bay. They'll, they, you know, they'll they'll figure it out. Um, what do you, what I don't do you think, think that that move happens. No, Tom Brady treatment and let him pick the team. What now? Yeah, he's saying he think Aaron Rodgers gets that Tom Brady lets him kind of like you know with the draft and different things like that kind of and free agency. I think it's already started, and yeah. I think it'll continue. Um, you know, it doesn't look like his choices, uh, have really paid off. I mean, Randall Cobb is, is mediocre at best, but, uh, at this stage in his career and, but that's who, who he like it's who he wanted. He wanted him there. Um, you know, the, the stats, even with, with the injuries that they had on, on, on offense and, and some guys missing games that haven't quite been there for him, but, but whatever, you know, but it's the whole thing is that they're winning the game. They're winning games though. Whoever you have, like you said, you know, they're winning the game. So maybe yeah. Randall Cobb's doing something outside of what you're seeing on the stats. What is, you know, what is Randall Cobb doing outside? I don't of the know. Stats? You know what I mean? I don't see it. You don't see it. Uh, the stats don't see it. Uh, maybe the coaches see it. I, I don't know. Maybe he's, you know, uh, you know, doing something to the cornerback while they're out there. Who knows? I mean, there's not much. I don't know, but they're winning games. So Randall Cobb goes he's out what, there. He's, a, he's averaging like two catches a game. Yeah. Um, and and averaging about 30. Maybe he's yards. a good locker room player. Maybe, maybe he brings it, donuts and coffee in the morning. Maybe just his presence on the field makes Rodgers feel better about life. Yeah. Maybe, um, you know, he gives him a little tap on the ass, to, you know, when they come out of the huddle and say, hey, man, you're doing do great today. Yeah. Maybe that's you enough. Think he'll bring Jordy Nelson out of retirement. <laughs> Jordy Nelson is like horse wrangling up in uh, Montana or, Can- or Kansas. I don't think he's coming out. He's he's d- raising horses in Kansas. Yeah, well, that's cool. I, I mean, look, Rogers. Rogers is still a great quarterback. He's yeah. shown that this year. He can spread the ball out more than any other quarterback in the league at this point. He doesn't have to have you know. He's got his number one, but then everybody else is a number two on that team. It's crazy. He he uh, he makes these guys look better than they are. Um, and uh, you know it's it's uh, he's going to be there another year though. There's no way he goes anywhere else. They're running their running back game though is pretty strong right now. I mean it's great. How, you know if Jones how can he, come back if Jones can come back full strength. I think they're kind of limping him along. But, but you don't AJ, even need him. You got Dylan. I know Dylan. I mean they're they're one two man. It's it's a it's a hell of a one two punch. Now I would say I, I believe that Jones is a better receiving back than Dylan. Um, but still, you've got that one-two punch at running back that really all the great teams have these days. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Brandon. Well, go uh, go jack off to that, buddy. Thank you, buddy. All, all right, guys. Have soon. a great holiday. And I'll see you in three weeks. You too, Merry man. Christmas. Have fun banging. Are you, uh, are you coming to the – I'm out of town MLK weekend. Uh, I was able to come last year because of COVID canceling, you know, my uh, travel plans. But um, – you go into like a like a you know we go up north us, but, to visit okay. my my wife's family. Oh, nice! Yeah, we go MLK weekend because it's way easier and it's nice because it kind of extends the the season by two weeks. So you know it's not New Year's you get back to work and then you got nothing to look forward to and <laughs> for months it's uh it's um gives you another another thing to do. Now going back uh, Saturday. 
the Colts beating the Patriots. Like, do you think the Colts are serious? I mean, obviously Jonathan Taylor, and I don't know how you feel. I was going to ask you who you think at this point in time, like, is up for the maybe the top three at MVP. But obviously, you got to look at Jonathan Taylor. Uh, the Colts are they are are they looking like a team they kind of turned it around uh, that could make the playoffs? A lot of people said that maybe the Patriots didn't want to show their offensive hand. A lot of people said that about the Cowboys too. Do you think Bill Belichick would really do that and not, you know, kind of go out there and uh, maybe run all his offensive plays just so if they have to face the Colts again in the playoffs that they no. don't see their whole scheme? I don't think that's Belichick what was. I don't think Belichick was holding back in that game. I think he's he's doing what he's been doing for the last seven weeks, eight weeks with with Mac Jones, which is I mean, Jones threw forty five passes in that game. What yeah. was he holding back? What? I know. Like, oh, we're not going to run the game? No. Yeah. They, they, Indianapolis jumped out. And, and Indianapolis has a good defense. They had a good defense last year. They do have a good defense. Yeah. I mean, no, they, they've got a good defense. Wentz is <laughs> a game manager, man. I mean, another. you talk about another one of those quarterbacks. Do I don't think they can win. Five passes? I don't think, I don't think they can win a Super Bowl with him, but... They can definitely win a playoff game with him, with Jonathan Taylor in the background, I, you know, in the, in the in the backfield. I think, I think most teams in the NFL that have a the defense that the Colts do and Jonathan Taylor, you could put any quarterback back there, and they would uh, they would have a chance to win a playoff game. He he is having that type of season. I mean, he's he's something special. He was always a workhorse at Wisconsin, so that's the question about him, right? How many carries does he have left in him? Because uh, they're using and abusing him this year, and he was carrying at one point, I think, 40 times a game for Wisconsin. I mean, it was ridiculous the amount of carries that he would get there um, in college. And so my only fear for him is if you you know truly believe that, that these running backs have expiration dates based on how many carries they get, um, you know, <laughs> he's got to be coming smack up out. against his. But, I mean, he's running, you know, when you say MVP, uh, where would where would the Colts be without Jonathan Taylor? Oh, they would be maybe three, four wins in. And it's you always say six. that, right? And it's easy yeah. to say that with a quarterback who's touching the ball every single time. But Wentz is not play. Wentz is, like you said, a game manager. Yeah. And, and so for them to even be in the playoff. Now, they also are the beneficiaries of the Tennessee Titans having the absolute worst injury luck in, yeah. in the NFL this season. Uh, you know, top two receivers pretty much done. Top running back, the stud running back in the league out. Um, and so I don't, you know, I don't know that obviously they didn't play. Um, they didn't play the uh, Titans during this streak, but I don't know that Indianapolis would be sniffing the division if the Titans were able to stay healthy. Well, the, the Titans yeah. would have been running away with the AFC. Yeah, before the before Henry injury, they lost to the Titans. Uh, they, yeah, twice. So yeah. So, uh, you know, that, and that was before the injury. The only reason they're in it and, and competing for the division now is because of that injury um, or else, the, you know, we wouldn't really even be having this conversation. I mean, they've lost three out of four, uh, have the, uh, have the Titans with now, the lone win being, and, and they lost, you know, to some mediocre and, and bad teams. And they're saying too, with the Colts, uh, I guess it's a hard knock, 81390-B-U-B-B-A. The Colts have shown, I guess they're always mic'd up for that Hard Knocks. I haven't seen the new Hard Knocks. I don't know if you have either. I haven't watched it, no. They, I guess they're saying that there's been times that, like, uh, what's it, uh, Ty, you know, Hilton's come up and like, don't worry about my stats. And, uh, you know, they're saying, like, we need to get more run plays going because Taylor's hot. Like, they're, they're trying to say they're, like, unselfish about their stats and they just want to give it to Taylor. But like you said... How much can Taylor handle? I mean, 29 carries doesn't really seem like a lot, but, I mean, when you're taking 
you know. It is in this NFL, yeah, well, though. Say, this like, is, like, 29 carries isn't a lot in, in 1993 in the NFL when linebackers were slower than shit. But in, in 2021, when you're getting hit by fucking freight, 260-pound freight trains on every single play, those 29 carries add up. And 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 he's what getting when you throw in the catches he's getting what like thirty five touches a game. Uh, um, let's see you know, receptions. Yeah, he's uh, currently let's see I'm rushing. He's got two hundred seventy carries, and his receiving looks like uh, it's uh, not pulling up. But uh, yep, yep, okay. I mean, he's probably yeah, averaging sorry. five catches a game would be my guess. Uh, you know, from receive. Let's see, he's got forty three targets, thirty six catches, yeah, so three catches, so three roughly three a game. Uh, two hundred and seventy carries. I mean, he's at two hundred ninety six touching the ball for this season. Yeah, the, I guess the good news is they weren't overusing him in the the beginning part of the year. Yeah, but so still, I mean, but but I mean, if you look at his last five weeks, twenty one, thirty two, sixteen, thirty two, twenty nine. That's a lot. That's a lot of work. Now, physically, he can probably handle it. You know, he's still young. Um, his second year, so. He's going to be okay. This is more like they're taking years off of his life down the line. Do you know who I thought was going to actually play a little bit more of a role in the Colts was uh, Marlon Mack? Yeah, well, he suffered that knee injury. And, and I think and that, cause that put I'm surprised they didn't trade him, though, because they've just had him languishing on their roster. And to me, it would would have made sense for them to get rid of him. You know, Send him over to the NFC if you're worried about... Uh, him if you're worried about him out. Yeah, turning out and, and hurting you. Send him over you know, to the NFC... And and let him, you know, there were a lot of teams around that time, around the trade deadline, like the Giants, who who may have made a move for somebody like that when they were relying on Booker and and Barkley was up in the air, and and even the Panthers. I, I was going to say the Panthers too. I mean, I why think not? I think uh, Mac could be an upgrade over Chuba Hubbard. And, Chuba Hubbard. Uh, I like his name though. Yeah, it is fun to say. Although so many people call him Chuba Hubbard. Uh, that's what I would have said if I saw a Chuba Hubbard. Hey, uh, in chat, I want to ask uh, from Nice Guy Nick. Who would you start as your running back while he's in the playoffs, Sonny Mitchell or Rashad Penny? Oh, I'm going with Penny right now. Um, I, I would go with, with Penny over uh, Sonny Michelle uh, is his name, not Sonny Mitchell. Sonny Mitchell. Uh, it's not Sonny Mitchell. I call him Sonny Mitchell. Sonny Michelle. The The reason being is Daryl Henderson is back, and um, I think that Henderson is the better back in L.A. He's more reliable. Um, I don't think they give him the ball enough. Who Henderson? Yeah. Oh, I, I think they would they would be running away with the NFC if they use their talent better. Um, I know the Robert Woods injury hurt them, but when you've got, you know, a, a, a Henderson is a an, an exceptional back, and they just don't use him enough at all. It's great, nice guy Nick, two hundred bits. So yeah, start Penny over Sonny Mitchell. Um, Sony Michelle. The only reason is he's got you know Penny's got less competition for carries in Seattle than than Michelle does in L.A. I mean, I I think Henderson's definitely the better back there and is going to see more touches on, see, on the regular. Do you agree with the Rams? Though the problem with the Henderson is that now that they signed OBJ, that they probably promised him that they'd give him a certain amount of passes during the game. I, I mean, don't, I don't know. They promised you, him anything. You don't I think, think so I because think that he, was his big complaint. I think he commands it. I think he'll make life hell for everybody if he's not getting it because he's a big fucking prima donna baby, locker room cancer. But you don't think he signed with the Rams because they were like, "Look, we'll we'll, we'll kind of put you as a focus. Cup's going to be uh, number one. He's going to get his catches, but everything after that's going to be you." 
Nah, I, I no? don't know. I don't know. I, I think he, he saw that he's the number two there in terms of talent. I mean, Van Jefferson, I think, is going to eventually be a better receiver than Odell Beckham Jr. currently is. I don't know that he's there yet. Because um, in his four games, he's already got targeted 25 times. Yeah, that's a lot. Yep. That's a lot. I mean, you're getting six targets a game. That's a, that's a healthy amount. But they're Especially also a passing, a but they're a passing offense and yeah. and and they, you know, were throwing it. I mean, he's not getting Robert Woods' share of targets that Woods would have been receiving. So he's getting something less than Woods, but more than a number 3 would typically expect to get. Yeah, but not that far off because if you look at Robert Woods, if you uh it's almost like a 7 about seven and a half targets a game. So he's Robert getting Woods. about a target and a half less than yeah. Woods was getting, and which is not bad for it's being not, but but new. He's, yeah, but he's he's getting he's getting you know two and a half level receiver you know third level receiver targets. I mean Van Jefferson's still getting drawn what four four targets a game five yeah. targets a game, and that went up once Woods went out. So you're seeing those those uh, targets split between the tight ends Jefferson and and Beckham Jr. Now. What's your top three on MVP since we got Cup and we just talked about Jonathan Taylor? Those are in my top three. Like, what's your top three MVPs right now? I mean, you got to put Rodgers in there. The way he distributes the ball, I I would have him ahead of Brady. Uh, Brady, that game cost him any. uh, You can't give an MVP to a guy who gets shut out, you know, regardless of how many people were hurt in that game. Yeah, no, got, I agree. I think that, a, I think that pretty much just dropped Brady to me out of that. It. Yeah, uh, unless and, he comes back and blows up the next. If two they games. win the rest of the games convincingly and yeah. then make a little run, but to me, it's Rogers, um, Taylor, and Cup are are the three that I would go with, and and truthfully, I think Taylor deserves it. Um, you know, he's going to be a two thousand yard back potentially <laughs> if they and give. They ha- when's they the last keep, time that happened? Um, once maybe ever. I don't know. How many 2,000-yard backs have there been in the NFL? I think there's been a good amount. Hasn't there? I'm just saying when's the last time. It's It's been a while. Adrian Peterson maybe had a year? I don't know. Yeah, I think he did. There were was... six. Chris Johnson, Jamal Lewis, Barry Sanders, Terrell Davis, O.J. Simpson, and Eric Dickerson. That's it. Oh, I guess Derrick Henry was the last one that had it. Oh, Henry had, it, had yeah, one? Yeah, t- 2020. So last year. Oh, oh last year. Wow. 2027. So that's seven. Seven. Sorry. Yeah, yeah this uh, this article was, was dated. Um, this says it's a group of eight. Because I got Eric Dickerson, Adrian Peterson, Jamal Lewis, Barry Sanders, Derrick Henry, Terrell Davis, Chris Johnson, OJ Simpson. Yeah, AP, I guess, had one. But look, it's happened, what, twice in the past 12 years? That's a lot, yeah. It's, and, and, you know, really going back in what I would call modern football, you know, with with these linebackers changing the game three times over the last you know eighteen years, that's a, that's a rare feat. Uh, he he may or may not get there, and he will have potentially an extra game to get there. But um, to me, I just can't see like the Colts probably wouldn't be sniffing the playoffs without him. No, they wouldn't even be close. It's the same thing as Tom Brady coming over to the Bucks. You know, the Rams without Cup, I think they're still a very good team, um, especially if Woods didn't get injured. Obviously, Woods' injury in, increases Cup's value, but um, I, I don't see a wide receiver ever being the MVP in the way that the current NFL is. No. I, it's just... It's, it's going to be that quarterback. It's going to be a quarterback or a running back. Yeah, and and like even like I think if Cup wasn't in the Rams, uh, Henderson would kind of be almost a star. Because that guy, he can run the ball. And like you said, they should be handing the ball off to him more. And I think they're just, I mean, he's almost, 
He's got 640, 142 carries. I know he was hurt twice, I think. Yeah, he's missed a couple games. I need, him, I need him to go off tonight. I, I, need, I need to get through this first round of my fantasy playoffs here and, and have a shot. So I need Henderson to go off, and I need, uh, I need Stafford to, to take a little chill pill tonight. You know? oh, hopefully, hopefully they get out early off of two Daryl Henderson uh, running, rushing touchdowns, and, uh, and then uh, you know Seattle's playing catch up the rest of the game, and, and Rams can protect a big lead. Bob Armory Grant, 214 bets. Yeah, I I actually uh, clinched uh, mine because of uh, the injuries to the Bucks, uh, Fournette and Godwin. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have lost because I have Cup left, but uh, now I'm uh, still up like 10 points, and Cup's going to get 18, and I'm I'm, I'm feeling good. Henderson's a jobber. He's he's <laughs> give me a break. You can hate you can hate Henderson. I don't love him because he's on my fantasy team. I'm I don't. I know, he's, he's, he's been. A, I mean, he's he's, not... He got thrusted into the starting role unexpectedly um, when Acres went down, and and he's done a, a very good job. And all we're saying is he has been underutilized. Yeah. Um, on 100%. on the whole by by the Rams. He's it's like same thing with James Robin James Robinson from uh, the Jaguars. Yeah, he's been way well. Obviously, we know why because you're pile of shit that you don't like loved Carlos Hyde and Robinson was barely used at all during the year and Trevor Lawrence came out you know and he complained about it uh going back to the Jaguars I mean do you even see him winning another game I I got the Jets at Jets at Patriots and uh at home against the Colts. I thought their best chance to do so was was going to be this week. Yeah, you know that sense. whole kind of galvanize and, and rally around the team as a team with the head coach being gone. But Urban Meyer left such a stench and a stank in that in that building that I think it's going to take the rest of the season to hum, to fumigate that place. So obviously they're going to have to rebuild. They keep Lawrence. I think well, they, got, they should like, keep. They should keep Robinson. You got your no. You got Etney coming back. Um, the the running back that you drafted and blew out his knee to start. You know he's coming. The Clemson guy's coming back with Lawrence. That that will immediately give Lawrence more confidence and comfortability. Um, you know you need a you need a coach who knows how to utilize tight ends for a young quarterback uh, better. Uh, I, I you know I'm not ready to say. Either way, that Lawrence is going to be a bust, or or he's going to turn it around. He just needs another year with with a stable, effective coaching staff, and not a completely dysfunctional situation. Um, you know, it's unfortunate, unfortunate for him. I don't know if it's a Bubba and got two hundred fourteen bits. Now, if you're the Jaguars' uh, head coach, you're the GM, whoever you are, what do you do with the number one pick? Because that's pretty much probably where you're going to be. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks 
a month to get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. If you're going to obviously build around Trevor Lawrence, what do you do? Like, I mean, what position do you do? Do you just pick the need, best player? They available? need everything. They, when you're when you're that bad, you just yeah, you got to take the best the best guy available. So if it's one, you know, if it's the DN from Michigan or or Alabama or Oregon or or whoever it is, an offensive lineman. You just got to get better at every position. So you take the high, the, the highest ranked guy that you got at every pick, and it doesn't really, you know, you want to balance it out. You don't want to take three OTs, but if it turns out that your top two guys that you get a shot at are offensive tackles or or you know defensive ends, then then you take them. Huge asshole, ten dollars cash. I mean, it wouldn't probably hurt them at this point to get like you said, if their two top ones are OTs, you got a left and right tackle. I mean, you got to if you know Trevor Lawrence got to be protected. I mean, if he's going to be your star, I mean, can you imagine if he went down? Uh, I mean, the Jags probably don't win a game. I mean, he's not putting up the stats, but he's keeping them in the games. Yeah, I don't think the coaching. I mean, he's plays. really not keeping them in the games. No, but I'm saying but... he's not making the mistakes. He's not making no. The mistakes he's not to throwing a ton of turnovers because he's got 14 picks. But still, he. It, it, I think it's the play calling too. He's got to. But know, one a game is fine for a rookie quarterback. You'll take that. Um, but yeah, the play calling has been atrocious. The the talent around him is non-existent. Players have quit on this team and the, on the coaching staff very early in, in the season. And so it's not surprising. I'll, I'll wait and see what happens when he gets a new coach, a functional head coach who should actually be in the NFL and not some uh, freak experiment that the, that the uh, owner decided to, to, to conjure up. Um, and, and then we'll, we'll, we'll really be able to judge, Trevor Lawrence this time next year. Now, who do you think, uh, just to end the Jaguar talk, because uh, obviously they're the worst team in the league, any coaches pop out to you? Any coordinators come out? Dabo that, Sweeney? So you... <laughs> no. I would, I would go... Oh, Jesus, Brian? I would go with a um, with, with a, an established um, offensive coordinator. You know, honestly, I, his name was mentioned in the, in the telecast. I think Byron Leftwich is a very tantalizing pick for Jacksonville because if you want, you know, that that guy who played for you who has shown 
uh, a great job. According to everything I've heard, um, you know, he does a great job as an offensive coordinator for the Bucks. And yeah, but you don't think BA's uh, grooming him? I mean, but but if he if he wants to make his own mark, would you rather take over a team that just won and now you're got to go up against that, or would you rather take over a team that's literally the worst franchise in football right now and get to rebuild it there? You know, he's a quarterback. He would help. Uh, you know, former quarterback would help Lawrence. Uh, was a successful quarterback in the league. Um, you know, and then yeah, obviously Eric Bieniemy's name always comes up. Um, you know, Todd Bowles, but again, I'm, I'm going I more, think Todd with, Bowles stays here with I'm going kid. more with an offensive minded, uh, head coach in Jacksonville. I think it's easier. Um, well, no, I think you get more return turning around that offense, uh, than you do, you know, you can get a good DC in there and, and, and a good GM to, to rebuild your defense quickly. The offense is, is what you got to really have focus and time on. Yeah. I don't, I don't see Todd Bowles going anywhere until his kid graduates. Cause you know, uh, Jay, Diaco said that Todd Bowles goes to every single game. He won't miss a game, even though they had the Monday night game. He went, he flew down to Miami and still came back. Uh, like his kids is number one thing. So I can't imagine him going to Jacksonville when his kids on the state championship Jesuit team as a junior, as a stud. You know what I mean? I think yeah. Todd Bowles is still here next year. We got to understand too the sense, Bucks. But... The Bucks are going to be in salary cap hell over the next two or three years, and whoever's the next coach, because Arians is going to dip. They're they're going to have their hands full because they're going to have a lot of holes to fill, um, and and not a lot of resources to fill it with. So it's 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 not going to be. It's a good it's a good spot now, and and even next year, it's probably a good spot to be. But twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four, I don't know that that that's an ideal position to be in. And then by then, you know, Leftwich could have could have a team like Jacksonville competing with the young talent that they can acquire. Now, I'm going to throw this one out there, and it's probably pretty dumb. 81390-BUBBA. There's been a lot of talks, obviously, of Pete Carroll leaving Seahawks if Russell Wilson jumps. What about Pete Carroll going to Jacksonville since they got a you know a young quarterback that he could kind of go? Uh, I mean, I know it's that, – that, I mean, no, I don't think anyone said it. Do that's, you think uh, Carroll wants that much work, though, at this stage of his career? Like, that's a that's – Maybe a, that's just his ego and – Maybe. Uh, may, and, and I don't know Pete Carroll well enough to, it, to it, say either way. That That is a lot of work. That's a that's a young guy's job. But think about this. Me. Think about this. You know, Pete Carroll goes down there and he goes, well, look, if I can turn this around, then I will be considered, you know, a really good NFL head of – you know, NFL coach – and if I fail, eh, it's a Jaguars. I can kind of retire, kind of like Bill Parcells when he jumped around. Everyone kind of forgot about you know the different teams he jumped around to, and he kind of just says, eh, "We'll try it because hey, maybe if I can show Trevor Lawrence, you know, four or five years, bring his assistants down there, or have some different people, and he comes down to Florida, leaves Seattle, because I don't really see any colleges that he's going to go to. Because a lot of people thought he was going to jump back to college." Maybe like the Notre Dame job or different things like that. Uh, I mean, do you see any colleges that he may go to? I don't know, man. It's I think the jobs that he would want are are going to be filled. So you know, colleges can't just sit around and wait to find coaches because of the recruiting yeah. game and everything. So, I don't think he's going to go back to college because, like you said, it's a young. That's a young man's game too. No, that is a young man's game, um, especially nowadays. Yeah, I, I think I think. You know, if he wanted a challenge, Jacksonville would make sense. But man, if I'm Jacksonville, I don't know that I want a coach who's probably not going to be there for more than three years. I, I would want 
to have stability for my if you truly believe that Lawrence is going to be a franchise quarterback then you've got to, you've got to get a coach that you're going to get with him and and hope to have there for his career. How about this name then? Uh is it Doug Henderson, the Eagles ex-head coach who's now the offense coordinator for the Colts? Isn't that who it is? Did I guess that right? Doug Peterson? Peterson, yeah, oh, not Henderson, yeah. sorry. Peterson. You were just thinking about the, the greatest Henderson, running back yeah. in exactly. NFL history. He was, he was Daryl Henderson. Joke. Bubba's lost everything. But yeah. What do you think about him? I mean, he obviously did pretty well uh in with you know, Philly with Wentz, who obviously had a bunch of injuries, things like that. He's in the Colts. Their offense looks pretty good. What about bringing him in? He's not that old. No, I again not I'm a, just trying to think of recycled quarterback. Wouldn't be a terrible um terrible hire. I mean, it wouldn't be like, oh my God, they can you believe that hire like Urban Meyer was? But uh it's whoever it is, you better hit on. Like this better this better you've got to hit the mark with this hire or you're going to waste another, you know, opportunity, a window to improve and you know, they can be competing in three years in this league. Um but you've got to have the coach. I mean, you've got to have the coach. You've got some pieces and you've got some parts there. They've got a couple wide receivers that are decent. They've got two, you know, two young running backs. They've got a young quarterback. Um, you've got a lot to build around there in Jacksonville. And you've got the advantage of no state income tax. So when you're, you know, in that free agency game, it, it's there. There is an advantage there, and it seems like the owner wants to spend money. Of course, you know the players have to be in the Jacksonville area, which is a punishment versus Tampa. Come but on, Duval County. Oh God, Duval. Jesus, what is it? Catches all the shit that falls out of Georgia is what that area does. Oh wow, Brian. What, yeah, what do you Jacksonville's guys say about? not a great area. You want to air that out about Georgia too? I mean, come on. I mean, no. I said it's the shit that falls out of Georgia. Oh, nice, uh, you know, Duval County. We love you. Uh, <laughs> Duval, I don't know their area code, I'm sure. But 904, right? Oh, 904. 904 in the house, St. John's River. Woo! Yeah, flows uh, against against gravity. Yeah. <laughs> hey! Now, <laughs> see, yeah, even Drew Garabo's eyebrow wards knows that Jacksonville is a shithole city. Mm. It is. It's just, it's not. It's <laughs> Would you just... rather live in Tampa or Jacksonville? That's a very simple question. Well, to that's answer. a really easy question. Yeah. Well, that's my point. <laughs> well, go, Lummy. We can get you there. We can get uh, you a job up there. Come on, I can't. I gotta. But uh, yeah, let's move on from talking about the shithole city of Jacksonville, Pittsburgh. Ben Roethlisberger is he back? Is Pittsburgh back? No. Seven and six. He's doing a good job at the Beat end the of the season here. They make the playoffs. Look, they, he knows how to win in this league, so he's better than most. But. Are you going to bet on Big Ben and, and Pittsburgh to do much in the playoffs? I mean, Najee Harris looks like a good running back. I mean, he had 12 carries, 18 yards. You can't <laughs> go against that, right? <laughs> against Titans. They, I mean, they did win. They, they won against a team that had no players, no offensive weapons whatsoever. I, I don't know how this stat works, but uh, according to ESPN.com, Chase Claypool had zero reception for 12 yards. I don't know how that works. Huh. Did, Did you see the, the most amazing stat of all over the weekend? No, what was that one? Ben Roethlisberger is undefeated whenever a movie featuring Spider-Man premieres in that week. Okay, what nerd? <laughs> what nerd? Hold on. I gotta take a sip on that. 
Uh, it's a truth. What nerd looked that sad? I up? don't know, but somebody looked it up and posted it online, and it's a fucking amazing, amazing stat that he is undefeated when a movie featuring Spider-Man is in its premiere so weekend. three and zero? No, he's like eight and zero. There's been a lot of fucking Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm not a Spider-Man fan. I don't know if are you? No, uh, but but I saw that meme. Uh, Let's see, Spider-Man. Thank you, Bubba's lost everything. He said it was a fumble years. recovery, so I guess that went, instead of the rushing, it went toward uh, receiving. So here, here's the stat. Um, let's see here. The Steelers, let's see. Roethlisberger has won his first home game since, uh, let's do, 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 do. Ben Roethlisberger is undefeated in his first home game after a live action movie featuring Spider-Man is released. It's one, two, three, four, five, seven and oh. So if there's if there's a Spider-Man movie in which in which Spider-Man is starring is going to be released and the Steelers oh, okay. are at home, yeah, then you me. have to bet on Big Ben. Big Ben should be investing in the Spider-Man or what is that DC? Is it DC? No, that's that's it's Marvel. It's Marvel, isn't it? Uh, I, is Spider-Man DC? I think Spider-Man's DC, right? I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'm not. I'm not uh, you're. I think you're right. It is. I don't DC? know. I'm not a comic book Well, whatever. Ben, Big Ben should be invested in freaking DC then. Oh, it's Marvel? I guess Marvel. it's Marvel. Okay, there Okay, you go. then th- he should be invested in Marvel and making, uh, you know, Spider-Man movies, you know, a ton of them, or just even doing, like, little short movies on it. Jeez, that, I can't, how, where, How did, you, where did you see that stat, though? S- main Team Sports posted that. <laughs> I guess it's true. That's a stat that I feel like you would post. He posted. You know what's amazing is he he posted it. You know it's 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 true. I mean it's they've got the numbers and the stats here to to back it up. Can you imagine he goes to your editor? And you know, um, I I think I have something here. Um, every Spider Man movie has come out that Big Ben. Like, how do you even like figure that? Like. Who's sitting around doing that? Exactly. That research, that exactly. level of research. You like, know, what? Let's look up the dates that Big Ben has won at home, and then let's look up whatever's come out at that time. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Eight four three. This guy. Looked hey, up, what's probably. up, Lummy? It's Jamie. Hey, how's it going? Jamie Dunning out of Charleston. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Hey, can y'all hear me good? I'm I'm having to talk to you on the Bluetooth because I'm working. Yeah. All right. Have y'all talked about? I just kind of joined the. The feed, have y'all talked about the college football playoff already? Not no, yet. Not yet no. we, we were getting, we we're saving yeah. the best for last. Yeah. Ah, okay. So well, start us wait, off. Wait. What are your thoughts? Yeah, what are you thinking? I, I think I think Harbaugh's got Michigan ready to play. Oh, I, I'll believe I, it when I, 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 I see them like beat gonna, somebody outside like the Big Ten. Georgia. Yeah, it's a Big Ten, and guess what? Brian and I think of the Big Ten. It's one thing we actually yeah, agree, but, on, agree on. Yeah. You see what you see what Georgia did when they came up against uh, stiff competition and that that Michigan front. Uh, Hold on, front what stiff competition Michigan are you talking about? Alabama, so, the SEC. So which which Michigan out of conference victory uh, gives you the most confidence in them being able to win this all? Was it the Western Michigan win or the Washington no, win or, Brian, the, or Brian, the Northern Illinois win? Brian, you have to understand about no, Michigan fans and Big Ten fans. What they're going to say I'm, is I'm that. Not a, the, I'm not a big Ten, I'm not a Big Ten fan. I'm a, I'm a Clemson fan. I grew up in Clemson, so I, I'm a huge Clemson fan. I just I just feel like Michigan Harbaugh is going to have them dialed in enough to beat the Bulldogs. Well, unfortunately, the Big Ten people obviously you're not your ACC. Which sorry about that. I mean, uh, well, we're the Harbaugh ACC will probably team. go for two at the end and blow it just like his yeah. brother. <laughs> well, but Brian, do you know what they say in Michigan? Well, we beat Penn State. 
Oh, okay. Well, Penn State beat uh, Auburn. And Auburn uh, played, uh, what, four overtimes Alabama. So that means that Michigan's way better. The old transitive property. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that that, that Kirby Smart Smart choke factor guy. Kirby always Kirby's out. Oh come on! No, I mean, Kirby's... look, it, it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good matchup. I think Michigan is better than most Big Ten teams going into the playoffs. Yeah. I, I just don't see how they score consistently the, uh, against Georgia's offense. No. Yeah, the kid with the long blonde hair and the African, uh, the dude with the African last name on the Michigan defensive line. Those dudes are nasty. If they put that pressure on Bennett. Bennett does not do good under duress. Well, hold on. You have to understand, too, and I, listen, Every obviously the Big Ten's getting a little bit better and faster, and I know the SEC's down, and they're not the same as they have been. But, yes. Uh, SEC's not down by any means. Yeah, well, they're down to their standards of scoring on offense and things like that. Um, I'm sorry, on defense, too. Their scoring's up. Defense is down. But – the way that Jim Harbaugh is recruiting, he's recruiting like he's like in the SEC. So yes, they do have some quick defensive ends, but I don't think he's getting the top tier guys that uh, an Alabama or Georgia is getting, and oh, they're facing Big Ten linemen. Those, they're still well. They see the Big Ten are still recruiting the same linemen up in the north, the Ohio's, the Michigan's. You know those big those big guys that are kind of slow. So when you're yeah, getting that's true, that's true in recruiting, and Lummy knows about big guys. guys that are kind of slow. Yeah, you know that's me all day guys. long. <laughs> Those two guys on the defensive line are probably both top ten draft picks. Um, yeah. I, 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 I just can't call their names right now. I, and you know, just notice how Bennett always, always has trouble against a, 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 a real good pass rush. Like when they played when they played Clemson, you know, the offense didn't even score in that game, and the pass rush was pretty strong. That's a it weak was, one. Uh, That's a weak a, one asterisk. I mean, you, you, I don't I mean, read. But, I don't read too much into the the first week of games. No, no, you can't. That's almost like a preseason game for the NFL. Yeah, you know, week one, teams totally change. I don't know. Just just the observation. What do you think about Cincinnati, Alabama? Does Cincinnati score? I think Cincinnati will score. I think they lose something like. Thirty-eight to fourteen. No, come on, it's gonna be closer than that. You think so? Yeah, I think it's gonna be thirty-eight twenty-eight. I I don't know, man. I I want it to I be. I'm pulling for Cincy. I think everybody out of the state of Alabama is pulling for Cincy in that one. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, Cincy scares me because they've let really mediocre and bad teams hang around with them this season. They have. Yeah. They haven't shown a killer instinct. And maybe they'll be up for this game. You know, they played well against Georgia in the bowl game last year and should have won that game, but they blew it at the end. Yeah, yeah I, but I think the mentality of Alabama is going to come off like you are, where they're like, yeah, Cincinnati, you know what? We're better than them. They're just no, I think Alabama, I Alabama's game, that game against Auburn was the wake-up call that they needed um, at the end of the all, year that there. That was the only game they sleepwalked through? Yeah, they, they absolutely sleptwalked through the first three quarters of that game, and, and yeah. I think that that was their wake-up call. I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody stops Bama at, at this point. I think it's going to be Alabama, if Georgia. Cincinnati, if Cincinnati can come out and strike first, or at least take that mm. first punch from Bama and not fold, no, it's not going to be stand a chance. No, I, I think you're right. Point. If I think if Bama gets the ball first, drives down, scores, and stops Cincy, that the game's over. Yeah. I, I think Cincy has to keep it tied through the first quarter to have a chance in that game. It's not going to be yeah. a Boise State Oklahoma game, though. You know, let's just throw back to that game. I think Alabama comes out. Cincinnati may score first. Alabama uh, scores next. Next thing you know, Alabama goes, okay, let's just put it on them. And it's, yeah, I think it's going to be 38 24. So you think, you think Alabama, Georgia, Natty? Yeah, that's my opinion. 
Alabama, Georgia. I, I think the odds are with that. Uh, Michigan can win. They're not a terrible yeah, team. I'm, They've got what I just – And I, I, I wasn't arguing for Michigan – uh, or the Big Ten by any means. I was just, I, I, you know, I kind of think this might be the year that uh, they actually get to the national championship. Next. I just would have preferred you know? to see them beat somebody with a pulse out of conference, so you get a better yeah. idea and yeah. feel. You know, it's 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 easy to beat your conference mates in in the sense that you know them well, especially Harbaugh being in there as long as he's been in that in that league, and and it's and it doesn't it doesn't give you a good year. yeah I know he finally got that demon off of his back, but it never gives you a good feel, you know. I, I don't know how good Cincy's win at Notre Dame was. We don't know how good Notre Dame is. I mean, it, you know, nah. they, 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 who knows? They had one. What Wisconsin was a decent win for them. It, it's it's tough with these college kids too. You just don't know how big and bright are those lights going to be. How distracted are they going to be? Um, you know, I think what what Bama has going for them is they've got a coaching staff that has been there and done that pretty much every single year. Every every year, and that is such a baked in advantage for them now over pretty, even Harbaugh. I mean, I think that's an issue for him too, is he hasn't been there and he hasn't done it. And neither are his uh, coaches. And 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 yeah, and so you, you know, you look at a team where where those intangibles uh, of coaching come in, and it's got to be you know with Bama. Yeah, the newness it in there. Um, and, and I heard y'all talking about the the Jaguars thing. Like I said, I'm long time Clemson fan. Love to see um, love to see Trevor succeed. And I I almost wonder if they can lure Dabo up there. Well, we um, we threw him out there yeah. as a candidate. I I think it would y'all be a did, mistake. Okay, I, I came in at the end of that. Yeah, that would, that would, be, that would be a, a mistake. mistake. You need you need a quarter you need a quarterback friendly coach who has NFL experience at this point, and you you can't take a chance. You've got you've got one more season to get Trevor moving in the right direction before his confidence starts ETN getting shot. Will help. Like, Travis Etienne is definitely his safety valve. He always was at Clemson. Anytime things went wrong, he could dump it off to Etienne or know where Etienne is going to be. And they have that continuity with one another, so that'll definitely help the the offense. You could say ETN was his ATM. You could always <laughs> always go to him and know he's going to get some money out of it. Well, it's good talking to you, man. Thanks, you take Jamie care. Darling. Yeah, definitely. Hey, y'all fellas, have a good. One. You too. So I've got, a, I've got another interesting stat here. Bubba ain't proud. A thousand bits. You ready for this one, Lummy? Oh, I'm waiting for it. So, in the home game, oh, following. Geez. Hold on. In your college career, in the home game. Following a video released by one of your girlfriends in which you got pegged, your teams were undefeated. 27 and 0. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Oh man, I wish I could find uh, something here to. <laughs> oh, Ryan, that was just. <laughs> what do we got here? Let's just see. That's Twenty-seven and zero when videos okay, of you, you getting Bubba paid. Okay, thank you, proud with a thousand bits. Um, hey, so uh, wow, what do you, Michigan State? So uh, I just wanted to go on the Michigan. <laughs> you're pretty, talk. you're pretty flummoxed, lummox. Yeah. Okay. Listen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're all, you're all kerfluffle. <laughs> I know in your head you think it's, <laughs> but that's what it is. So that's fine. What does it feel like in your ass? <laughs> I know what it sounds like in my head. This is what it sounds like in my ass then. <laughs> so Michigan State beat Michigan, right? What was Michigan State known for 
because obviously we were just talking about Michigan. I kind of was thinking, what's Mich- what was Michigan State strong? Like, you know, what what were they strong at? Running, running the ball. Yeah, running. And their defense was eh, usually Michigan State's pretty known uh, for their defense. Well, they've got a new head coach, and he's he went to the transfer portal and and completely changed the the complexion of that team. Yeah, that running back from oh, it was a Wake Forest. I mean, it's great. What he built there was was incredible. Now, he's got Michigan State, too. Michigan State, they were not exactly world killers this year. No, though. no, they weren't, and they lost. You know, but I'm saying they ran the ball pretty heavy. Uh, Georgia, I mean, do you think that they're instead of throwing, you think they're just going to concentrate on running the I, ball? I think they will have a game plan that allows their defense to win them the game. And so it may not be a blowout, but I think that Georgia has the defensive prowess to go out there and stop anything that Michigan wants to do I mean, on, on, a, on a regular basis. Because if you look at Michigan State that game, they had uh, Walker had 197 yards and five TDs. Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. And, uh, I, and I think Georgia has the horses to, to, do, to replicate Michigan State's performance against uh, Michigan. So you think pretty much they just stick, uh, you know, ground and pound and say, all right, look, if they can stop our run, then we'll let our defense I, I step don't think, up. Yeah, I don't think Georgia will pass much or take many chances in the passing game until they, in, unless they have to. If, if the score is dictating, uh, you know, if, if Georgia can get out to like a, a 10 to 3, you know, 14 to 3 lead, they will be leaning on their backs completely, uh, trying to shorten the game and, and make it a, a more of a defensive. They, they don't want to get into a track meet. Uh, Bama showed that, you know. They, oh, they get in the track meet; they're done. Yeah, they don't they want to get into a track done. meet, and that's why the over under on that game is only forty five. Uh, Vegas seems to think that Georgia is going to dictate the 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 tempo and the and the scoring in that game. Is it that, or do you think that uh, they think Michigan actually has a decent defense? No, I th- I think they they feel that because Georgia is also favored to win that game, <laughs> that they th- think that Georgia is going to do a, a, a better job of of containing them. I mean, Michigan's defense gave up 29 to Nebraska, 33 to Michigan State, um, even 27 to Ohio State. It's not like they were shutting these teams out. Now, they did a very impressive against a very mediocre Iowa team uh, in, in the Big Ten championship game. Um, but it's, you know, they've got a good defense. They've got a good defense, but they have sh- had those moments. The first moment we saw from Georgia was against Bama. Right, it's the first yeah. time in the in this in the entire season that they that they looked vulnerable at all from a defensive perspective. I mean, they, they were giving up what like eight points a game. Yeah, that's a defense. That is a defense. that's a defense. But, in, in a real conference too. Right. So you, you've got a forty-five point spread, and Georgia's favored by what six in that game? Yeah. Right now they are. So so you know you're, you're doing that. They're, they're going to win something in the in the range of. Uh, 25 to to 20 25 to you know 26 to 19 that that sort of scoring range oh if you're going off vegas if you're going off of the line and the over under of what of what the you know because what does vegas try to do and granted it's perception but they try to be as close to the middle as they can yeah i I can see because i can see maybe michigan and your boy harbaugh trying to go for two a couple times yeah i can see that I can see those that that kind of odd scoring. Have you watched any of the bowl games? No, not a single minute of a single bowl game. I watched uh, Coastal Carolina. I'm wearing their shirt. Thank you, Wayne, for that one, Bubba Chants. But the Chanticleers, uh, yeah, Bubba Chants. But uh, like like today's games, I mean, Kent State versus Ooh, Wyoming. Those golden flashes, man. Uh, yeah, watch and, out. And that's Wyoming a that's Cowboys. a sneaky. That's going to be a sneaky good game at, at Albertson Stadium in Boise, Idaho. 
Halbertsons. Yeah. Be 38 degrees at kickoff there. It'll be lovely. Next one, UT uh, University that's of Texas, a, San Antonio, honestly, San that's, Diego State. That's, actually, that's probably going to be the best bowl game of the entire bowl season. I say that, but the way UTSA went out and, and laid an egg in their in their last game, I don't know. I think San Diego State probably wins that game, but it, it, it has the makings of you, every every year in bowl season. You get that one game yeah. that's kind of you know not the marquee matchup that ends up being a really good bowl game. I think that one might be it. It's in Texas too, so I'm surprised it's only 49 points too on the over and under. Well, that would suggest uh, a, a, a belief that San Diego State's going to play a little bit better Which and I- win that game. I, I look for, when I'm looking at games like that. I'm like, okay, what's the over under? Who's got the defense then, right? That's pretty low for a college yeah. game. It, no, for and, especially a bowl game with some offenses, a little bit of offenses. Yeah, no, UTSA's put up some points this year, and and, and San Diego State has. I mean, got the defense. Yeah, though, you know they they've won a lot of low scoring games. Talking about betting though, have you heard anything uh, new on Seminole Hard Rock? Well, they've the court order shut them down. I so, know, but I mean, is there any? Like, are they pushing for it to be back open? Well, they're they they're were. waiting for the cases to to work their way through the court system. I mean, that that's <sighs> the bottom line. They've got to see what the the federal courts are going to rule on. It was a look when I heard the the scheme that they conjured up to try and get this to work. Um, it was it was pushing it because to say that you're on tribal land through a server when you make a bet. Because that's what they have to essentially say. So they're saying you sitting there right now making a bet from your cell phone on a server that's located on tribal land you're, it is akin to you being at the, the, at the facility making that bet. But well, see, what, what's so annoying is that so you've watched you know, football and you see the commercials. I understand Vegas. Like, 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 why? Like, it doesn't make any sense. You see the, what was it? The, 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 the two casino betting, one, MGM, I think it was, or whatever. One Caesars there. and MGM, yeah. Yeah. Like, they're, like, I can, so I can be sitting here and betting in Vegas. Why, why is it because a big the, deal for the, Florida? The state as a whole has made that legal. That's why. It's, I know, but let me ask you, man, why would people vote it down? Why would people like because people I, are stupid and when so you're you're you 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 like because they uh, didn't know what they were voting voting for when they when they did the the gambling thing two or three years ago people are idiots they don't do their research and they didn't know what they were voting for with the you know having to have it on the ballot in order you know now I mean have, yeah it has to essentially be takes a constitutional amendment a referendum to get gambling legalized in Florida so you're you're behind that. No, I think it's idiotic. I'm I'm all for I'm all I I think the whole you know tribal, ha, the, you know the tribes having uh, a monopoly on gambling in Florida is fucking stupid. No, no, I'm talking about the, the be legalizing gambling yes. in Florida. Okay, because yes. well, adults be adults. Yes, exactly. Okay, good. I'm glad that you agree. I don't like that. You know, you see these people in the print commercials out there like, oh, let's not let gambling happen in Florida because you'll get the prostitutes again, like when they were trying to shut down all the other casinos. But it's like, we're sending our money to fucking Vegas. They're putting commercials up. We're just getting the people that have been here the whole time. It's, it, it, listen, if you think, oh, well, you know, the dad that has to feed his baby is going to put the $10 bet he's gonna in. He's going to do it. He's, he's going to find a way to do it anyway. He's going to see it at the commercial and he's going to go, oh, I can sign up and get $100 free? Well, fuck well, it. No, I'll that money it. right now is going offshores. You know, they're, they're doing it to offshore casinos at this point and using their IP, you know, scrambling their VPN the or whatever MGM? it is. For no, for these guys that are getting, people are still gambling through sports books oh, in, yeah, in Florida. Yeah, it's Nevada. just none of the money is coming into the state. 
That's exactly. So it's stupid. We're, it, it, everybody's fucking stupid. One of the biggest reasons why gambling's not legal here is Disney. It's one of the reasons why Orange County has no uh, gambling institutions at all. You can't find a poker room, can't find nothing there because Disney has all the swag there. Can't you do county by county almost? Or no? If the state says you can, if the state came out and approved that, you know, whatever county wants to do it. No, they could do it that way. I mean, the first county to have it is going to be Miami, Dade. Um, yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're, that casinos. But, yeah, but 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 the one in the one in Tampa is the biggest uh, casino gambling uh, like space in the in the country. Yeah, it's a fucking waste of space. Yeah, I know it's it's so laid out poorly. It's well, it's that and and it's the fucking tightest room you'll ever go into yeah. from a slot standpoint. The the limits on the the table games are fucking ridiculous um, because they have a monopoly. If there was a casino on the other side of the fairgrounds that they had to compete with, well, all of a sudden, shit changes at the Hard Rock. You're getting free drinks. You're getting free drinks. You're going to get $10 limits on table games because they have to have them in order to fill up those and and compete with each other. You're going to get better perks. You're going to get better rewards. You're going to get better hotel deals. Uh, Everything is better with competition. What we see at the Hard Rock is, I mean, any... Anyone could run a successful casino with the situation that they find themselves in. Anybody, so you'd be you'd you would approve if DeSantis came out and said, "Look, gambling is legalized, and I'm going to leave it up to the county commissioners and blah 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 to say if they want to build a casino there." He doesn't have the power to do that, though. So who does? The people of the state of Florida now, because of the constitutional amendment that was passed, because people are fucking idiots and didn't know what they were voting on. Just like, this just is like so the, dumb. It's dumb. They trick. They trick dumb people. That's what. That's what lobbyists and special interest groups do. They trick dumb people. Just like the whole. They had a bill um, two elections ago in Florida, or, or a constitutional amendment that was to quote unquote uh, protect Florida solar, but it did the exact opposite. It killed and crippled Florida solar. And so it was who was supporting it. It was it was all the fossil fuel industry and all the electric companies were behind that because they don't want to compete. Nobody wants competition in their business. Yeah, no shit. But it's still, oh man, it just it, it, it that shit kind of frustrates me. Where like I'm spending now my money sending it offshore to Bavada just to be able to like put a ten dollar bet in or a fifty dollar bet. Or maybe just enjoy your kid and watch sports for fun. You gamble, and not gamble too, motherfucker. It. And I, but I'm not looking to put my money offshore right now because I'm jonesing for that that sports bet because I no, need because I, I need but, to get no, some I need to get some hot action on Kent State's game against no no Montana, but see, no no I'm not putting your money in my money was already in there and I there's no point to pull out fifty bucks or sixty bucks yeah. right yeah and my and it was literally just sitting there for a year so I might as well just use it and I was all real happy with some hard rock one. At least Florida was having it. Yeah, no, it was nice while it lasted. I'm glad I got my hundred dollar free bet out of them. Yeah, me too. I cashed out up like two hundred bucks, and yeah, I'm done. I'm done with them now. Oh, you well, lost, you were losing money with them? No, no, I lost that hundred dollar one. Well, then you got it back. Oh, I got it on back. Another bet? Yeah, I got it back. And you lost that bet too? No, I, I cashed out of there like a hundred and twenty five. Oh, so we pretty much bankrupted that casino. You oh, all right? Let's get our football picks yeah. now. Let's do it fast and furious. Well, I mean, we don't have the two tonight. Do you want to do the two tonight? No, that was the part of last week's. All right. So we yeah, we were suspended. So <laughs> no, I was you suspended. were suspended. San Francisco, Tennessee. San Fran. 
Garoppolo is playing good ball right now. I'm taking at Tennessee. Cleveland, Green Bay. Green Bay is going to win that yeah, one. Yeah, Green Bay. Indianapolis, Arizona. Indy. Ooh. Arizona, the wheels are falling off. They've been exposed. Arizona. Detroit, Atlanta. Mm, man, this is a tough one. That's a shit show. That is a shit show. Give me Detroit. Yeah, I'm taking Detroit. Baltimore, Cincinnati. Cincy. Cincy. Rams, Minnesota. Man, another tricky one, right? Yeah. Elon's going to be back. Kirk Minnesota Cousins. Can... Managed games. Give me the I'm Rams. taking Minnesota. Buffalo, New England. Give me the Pats again. I think Josh Allen keeps going. Jacksonville. Wow, Jesus, another shit game. Yeah. Jacksonville, Jets. Mm. Uh, this is the game Jacksonville comes together. <laughs> Fuck, I want to say that, but Jets. Giants, Philly. Philly. Mike Glennon sucks dick. Uh, Tampa Bay, Carolina. The Bucks Tampa bounce Bay. back. Chargers, Houston. Chargers. I almost thought about Houston for a second. Chicago, Seattle. I'm going Seattle. Yeah, at Seattle, I'll go with Seattle. I think Nagy gets fired after that game. Pittsburgh, Kansas City. KC. They got it going. They figured it out the last two weeks. Unless Kelsey's out. That's true. If Kelsey can't play. But see, this is what's doing these picks on a Tuesday makes it tough. Oh, we got Christmas. Denver, uh, Vegas. Let's go with uh, the Raiders. Uh, yeah. I, I, Bridgewater's we, out next I know, week. Bridgewater's yeah. out. I'm going Vegas. I, I don't want to say it, but I'm going Vegas, too. Woo, I, find, I think that yeah, might be the first time me. this season that you picked him. Yeah, because Bridgewater got his ass handed to him. His head's fucking popped out of his, his, you know, his brain popped out of his skull. Washington, Dallas. Upset, Washington. It's going to happen. Oh, man. Ah, I can go in Dallas. Miami, New Orleans. Oh, man, this is a tough one. I'm going Miami. I'm going to go New Orleans just to be different. Miami, 7-7 seven, seven and two out throws for 120. I'm going to say New yards. Orleans wins that one 21-16. to, 10, 21 to 16. Miami wins uh, 21. No. 24. Nope, seventeen to ten. Tua gets about one hundred ninety-six yards and one touchdown. All right, we'll see. Seventeen ten, Miami wins. All right, man. Thank you, Brian. Well, it was fun. Hey, you know what? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Enjoy your first Christmas as a father. Although it's boring when it's a baby, it's more fun when they get older. Oh, we'll have fun though. I mean, you'll have fun in air quotes. Yeah. You'll have a lot of fun when he's two and tearing shit up. And, uh, you know, three and four and, and going nuts. Exactly. And thank you, Bubba Army, everyone that tuned in today. Uh, Merry Christmas to you all. We are having a show tonight, six to eight, uh, right here, twitch.tv, for just the Bubba Army, our last show. And as long as, long as Arm Lummy doesn't get uh, in trouble, we should do one next week, too, right? We should be, yeah, exactly. And that'll be, that'll be a big one, man. That'll be the lead up to the... College football playoff. Yeah. And uh and, and we'll have Hopefully a much COVID better. doesn't take down the whole NFL in that time. Yeah. It shut down hockey for Well, week. hockey's shut down. Yeah. I I'm, I'm supposed to have uh box tickets to the uh the lightning game on Tuesday night, and I don't know that it's not looking good at this point because yeah, it's the like, Canadians. Yeah. Looks like you're moved to probably like uh April. Yeah, I'll have fun then in April. Thank you, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry ha- have Christmas. A, have a happy and safe Christmas. If you get hit, give me a call. Uh, what's your number? What's my number? 813-287-2227 or 844-ASK-GINA. That's spelled Gina, G-I-N-A. G- <laughs> 
Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Brian. Merry Christmas. And we'll see you tonight. Bye.